Jake the Snake sits hey, yeah. down at the table. Jake, what's Slithered up? In. <laughs> Slithered in. How are you, man? I'm doing really good. You had Kyle Turley over here, and that's just a, an amazing human being doing some amazing stuff, not afraid to step out and, like, live a certain way, but also share the knowledge he's gained through, uh, you know, some relief from a medicine that's a plant. And so – I'm honored to follow Kyle Turley. In this there you go. Yeah, mine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he just moved back to Na- – he lived in Nashville before, and we're in Nashville, and, yeah. and uh, he just moved back. I Needless saw- to say, people are on both sides of yeah, the uh, right. spectrum of either liking or disliking that, you know? So. Yeah, you know, I'm not worried about likes or dislikes. I'm worried about real life feeling good and enjoying life to the fullest. You so, know, and, and talking he to- seems to be enjoying life to, to a high degree. You know, yes, talk, <laughs> talking to former players, it's always like, in terms of missing the game, you miss the guys. Like, you hear that yeah. all the time. We're sitting here doing the show. I see you basically leap over a wall <laughs> to go embrace a guy. And and that's what it's all about down here, right? Like, Yeah, that was Brandon Marshall, who was a rookie Marshall. my last year in the league. And so oh, wow. I watched him as a rookie, then I retired, and I got away from the game. But then to watch his career progress and then to also see the, the bravery he's shown to come out and talk about his mental illness and, like, Big grown man, big badass yeah. receiver to show us that he's also weak and has the vulnerability. And, you know, it's, like, it's just a breath of fresh air. So getting to see him, yeah, I haven't seen him in a while other than on TV. And, yeah, that, that, that hug felt really good. You know, it's funny <laughs> yeah. that you go down that path. We were, Don, I don't know, two Super Bowls ago. We, we just happened to, over the course of several conversations with former players, um, listen to their messages about battling through suicidal thoughts and things like like Jermichael uh, Finley Jermichael Finley yes. stood out to me because I hadn't heard him that vocal about it until that moment and and it's it strikes you because just like you said you think big badass football player like you're you're strong you can handle you know He's a you human. Can, right We're all human right yeah yeah so, it's good for those guys to share that story i've realized yes. the the impact that we have when we speak truly from the heart and from experience. Uh, I've never been suicidal, but I've been through bouts of depression and battled, uh, you know, doubt and all these things that, you know, when I was on a team, you know, you had people around you to bring you back. But when you're off of that team setting and you're in real life and who do you have around you, you know, you hopefully you do have a, a solid partner, a good family, but some guys don't. And the people around them maybe have different, ideas of how they want to be involved in this person's life so getting to be real honest with yourself is a, is a gift that uh you know these guys once they're given that and they can come out and speak about it yeah it's really good and uh you know we're here you know not just football players as vets struggling but i'm also here with marcus capone who is a, a navy seal who's working with his organization vet solutions that's exploring um, psychedelics for TBI, PTSD, anxiety, depression, as we're losing a lot of soldiers to suicide or a lot of vets to suicide, and they're coming back, you know, hooked on opioids, whatever it is. Um, we're trying to provide them with, you know, an opportunity to go and explore some true healing. Um, it's not fun to face those demons or any of those dark shadows, and some of them are not even ours. They were passed down from generational DNA, epigenetics. Like, we didn't get what our great-grandfather's went through but we got it through our dna so there's still all that in our bodies that we got to process and so these guys that go through these these treatments are coming back with a new um new lease on life and a new ability to look at life in a, in a whole new way and appreciate every single day that we have on this earth so i'm here to help with that and and also to talk about umbo mushrooms which you know that's a company i for, uh helped co-found with Dell jolly and rashad evans and part of our our 
deal will be to research to fund research for psychedelics as a way to help you know a, a whole country that's taking a lot of white pills and not getting any better uh, let's explore these two options of plants that have been here for a long time and some you know white powerful man decided they should be illegal and now they're illegal yeah. where they're just plants growing out in in nature and so whatever we can do i'm all on board for exploring and researching any of those options to help people you know get back to feeling good and doing good and you know being what, happy on this earth. You know what's interesting about this? We didn't schedule you and Kyle back-to-back no. for any particular reason. <laughs> it just kind of fit in the slot. But It's uh, really cool. You know, Kyle was doing this long ago. Before yeah. I told it really him, became, it was like the OG. He was straight up the OG, yeah. and straight up. And so when, when, when we got an opportunity with Charlotte's Web to talk about cannabidiol and CBD in the hemp, hemp plant, which is just – it's not marijuana. It doesn't get you high. It's not anything like that. We went through the same stigma of like, oh, I don't want that. I don't want to trip out. I don't want to end up in my basement watching movies and eating <laughs> Cheetos all night. Like, what's wrong with that? There's nothing really that bad with that. But, like, this this, this is a, a plant that really had a lot of healing properties in it. And so that, that you know, blew up. Now everybody's talking about it. But the fungal kingdom is an entire kingdom of organisms, and we're just scratching the surface on – not just psilocybin and psychedelics, but lion's mane for the brain and nerve growth. And, like, this this fungus is amazing for your gut to eat, to take as a medicine. Turkey tail they use to treat breast cancer in Japan. Wow. Uh, cordyceps is a natural uh, uh, for your cardiovascular system. It oxygenates, oxen, oxygenates your blood, gives you a natural boost. Uh, and this stuff, this has been around forever, and now yeah. we're just getting into it. And so what I'm here to do is... To again make people think, to get outside of your you know your stigma on mushrooms being a gross topping at Carl's Juniors, that they slimy thing <laughs> of mushrooms, or something that's going to trip you out and make you see the trees talk to you and yeah. like there's nothing wrong when the trees talk to you. It's actually a beautiful thing, but there's a lot of, that could be learned from like just taking mushrooms as the adaptogenic properties they have, the abilities they have to, to balance you out with your hormones and bring your body back into homeostasis. It's, it's, it's been here forever. I'm just a conduit to help people maybe look into it and, and explore that as an option for their own health and wellness. Jake Plummer with us on 3HL. We have to ask you, because one of our favorite people in the world works with the Titans radio crew and does a lot of stuff with us. We had him on the show today. Dave McGinnis yes. was your head coach at one point. Lovely, man. He's one of my faves. Amazing. Uh, you know, he was a D.C. when I got to Arizona. So, you know, I I always was tight with the defensive side of the ball because yeah. I knew, like, great, I'm the quarterback, I'm on offense, but if I don't have those guys get my back, like, I mean, I would go talk to them. I'd go into their meetings. I'd go to their dinners. I'd try to be like, hey, I'm one of you too, even though I'm not tackling and playing D. But, uh, you know, Coach Mack, we, we hit it off immediately. And then when he was the head coach, I mean, what a guy. What an awesome coach. He he remembered, like, family members of mine, their names that he'd only met, like, once. Like, inviting them back into the family area. And that's just something that, you know, comes around once in a while, someone as special as him. So See, we go right back Love to relationships, that. right? Yeah. Like, that's what it's about. So, yeah. it, correct it's me if I'm wrong, but my memory of you is that you could have kept playing. Like, you still had it going. Why, why did you – if that's true, why, why did you leave? Well, game. my ninth season, we had a we had a team in Denver. You know, we made the AFC Championship game. We got off to a rocky start. We couldn't quite pull it out against the Steelers. I mean, that was my shot to achieve what I had set out to go into the league to do was to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was a little kid dreaming about being a Super Bowl champ. And as I got through that ninth season, as my body was getting beat up, as I was taking anti-inflammatories and at 29 years old, standing up after a movie and, like, taking a few, like, tender steps because I'm hurting. I'm thinking, how long do I want to do this? So that year, that ninth season was 
I knew we had a shot. And had we gone on and won the Super Bowl, I was planning on, like, with the MVP trophy or being the MVP of the game, of course, this is my dream I'm living in, right, <laughs> to just say goodbye, thank you, after that. I was ready to go because that's why I came and played football was to win a Super Bowl. It wasn't yeah. to win five. Yeah. It was to win a Super Bowl, and then I was good. I'd done that, time to move on. But I came back and played one more season, and it, it was okay. But then I got benched for young, young Buck, Jay Cutler. And right at that moment, I realized, like, okay, that's kind of a sign for me to let, let's yeah. go. If I'm not good enough, mm-hmm. if this is how quickly you can replace me, I'm not going to go play for anybody else. I'm done because I was close to being done last year. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to move on. I'm glad I did it. My body feels great now. Yeah. Of course, I went through some, some tough uh, acclimation, you know, back into reality. But that's why I moved to the woods in, in North Idaho where I could just process, process that all myself. Played a ton of handball. Uh, did a lot of other exploratory things like hiking and traveling the world and using some different medicines to just get, get right in my mind. And uh, I feel great. I, I don't look back with any regrets. Uh, there was a moment I wanted to come back and play for Kubiak, but that was just a, a fleeting moment. And then after I realized I was chewing my nails and kind of acting like a jerk around the house, I was like, no, this football's not for me anymore. i got to get out of this industry. Jake Palmer. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I had a chance to go to Tampa and play, but it just didn't work out. It wasn't in my heart. I was ready to move on. There you go. Jake Palmer. GetUmbo.com is his company. Yes. And VetSolutions.org. Check those guys right out. On. Thank you, Jake. Great to see you, man. Thank you, thank you guys for having me on the show.